What's up, daddies? Thank you for all those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We only have another month to get to 1,000 or I have to shut the show down forever out of shame. Sorry. Also, thank you to all the daddies who've joined the Patreon. We can get that to 300 K Money Club subscribers. If that can happen, I'm going to start posting video of one of the weekly programs on there, which is very exciting. Today on the program, we have the fugitive owner of the Alabama attack squirrel, a psycho limptic who shoots the family cat to show what a tough guy he is. We got a dirtbag who got arrested for tugging it in his hotel window, a teacher who shot porn in her classroom, and a rat falls out of the ceiling at Buffalo Wild Wings, and so much more. Live! From Los Angeles, woo, California, you're listening to Power Moves, daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. My co-pilot today is a dear brother to the highest degree. Just a fine, fine brother. Please welcome Garden City, Michigan's finest, Mr. Jesse Pop, everyone. Hello. Yes. Thank you. You're back in the saddle, man. Oh, it's been a long wait, but I can't wait. I, f- I thought the last time uh, we had you on was uh, when we did the Christmas show mm-hmm. at the Madonna Inn in San Luis Obispo, but then I remembered that we uh, did an episode at the Roost. Oh, yeah. We had been, uh, we'd been enjoying the suds, <laughs> and I had the gear in my bag, and I popped it out, and we did an After Dark episode, which was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Let's get into try and do my thing. Uh, this weekend, Melissa went out of town from Thursday to Monday, or last weekend, I guess. So I went, uh, popped to the uh, Vaughn's down there. Mm-hmm. And I just loaded up on crap food. All the stuff not allowed to have in the house. Got you. I got the Totino's party pizza. <laughs> When's the last time you've had one of those as opposed to like a tombstone or something? Oh, it's been a while. I usually go Mama Celeste frozen pizza. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. But I got to I gotta, uh, suggest the Totino's party pizza. Oh, yeah, those are good. It's good. It comes in a bag now, which is weird. Oh, really? Instead of a, instead of a cardboard box, it comes in a plastic bag, and it's like a buck fifty. I think oh, it might have wow. been cheaper. It might have been like a dollar thirty-nine. I gotta tell you, I hit that with some home with some Parmesan at home and some Italian seasoning, some hot pepper, garlic powder, garlic powder. Wow. Yeah, you gotta add your own shit to it. That's you gotta go top chef on those things. And yeah. Yeah, it's maybe some blue cheese or some sriracha. Sometimes you might cook, put an egg on it. Yeah, what have you? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's gourmet city, USA. <laughs> I uh, I also got some Tina's burritos. Nice. I haven't had those in a minute. 39 cents the frozen burritos oh my god they're little but i mean it's 39 like cents. 39 cents yeah i got two of those i got cheez it's which were on sale for a dollar 67 a box which is great value mm-hmm. and you know I, and i'm on a, i'm on a budget so i had to i had to do all this under the radar i got a 15 pack of natural light which when you get a 15 pack uh it's a 12 pack but they say it's three extra natties okay so and that's 8.99 so they charge you for what a cheap 
a 12 pack of beer would be. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get 15 beers, which is a tremendous, tremendous value. I got some hot sausages. I got, uh, what the fuck? Oh, and the, the coup de gras was that they had, um, uh, uh, New York strips on sale for $3 a pound, oh usually fourteen ninety nine a pound. Were they like about at their date or something? No, because when I was in there, there were three butchers back behind the counter cutting up like a fuckload of them. And you could tell they just had extra and it was just a door buster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I monitor those. That's the only thing I look at in my junk mail is I look at the grocery store things and <laughs> see if there's a good meat special. And that's how I know I'm going to fill the freeze and I'm going to be taken care of. I dry age those. Okay. Leave those on a rack uh, for three days in the refrigerator and then grill them. On, just co- covered in kosher salt and exposed to the air on both sides. It's, it's the best fucking steak you've ever had. Interesting. Sometime I'll make you one, and Please you will do. say the same thing. Okay, I'm ready, baby. I made my mom do it the other day. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, Michael, I'll, uh, there's no reason for me to ever go to a steakhouse again. Wow. Melissa had it. This is the best steak I've ever had. Okay. It's so easy. You turn a $3 steak into a fucking $50 dry-aged steak from like a really nice place like at Peter home. Like Peter Luger's. You got Peter Luger's in your own fridge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. I also got, uh, I, I sent you a text to this, a screen, uh, a photo. They had, um, I usually don't keep whiskey or hard liquor in the house, as you know. Yeah, and it's a, that's a, a good idea. That's <laughs> a house rule. <laughs> and, uh, but they had, uh, and I was alone. So I, I got, they had a Seagram 7 on sale for $4 for a pint. That's crazy. 50% off clearance. Like, are they going to stop making Seagram? Was it bad Seagram 7? <laughs> Did it get old? I wanted to buy a whole fuckload of it. But again, budget, and I, that would have ruined my whole savings. Oh, yeah. Also, Melissa would have came home and found... 20 bottles of uh, Seagram yeah, plus, 7. Like, that's, going, with, that's going in a, some sort of like lockbox. When you got booze in your house, you can just drink without even paying attention because you like you just put in a coffee mug and then you know, right. I'm watching TV. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, okay, I just drank a shit ton of booze. Right. That's the worst <laughs> is when you buy a fifth. That's supposed to last like, well, just for a couple cocktails like here and there. And then at the end of the night, there's like a quarter inch of, of Jameson left in the bottle. Yeah. And you're it's like, also like oh, why no, my next two days are destroyed. Because <laughs> that's why I don't even buy like ice cream and shit because I'm just going to eat it. When there's booze in the house, I'm just going to get some booze and then it's a bad idea. Right. Well, what I did is I got ice cream. I got the cheap brand dollar, like mm-hmm. the little mini ones. And, okay, I, yeah. and they didn't have strawberry. I wanted strawberry. So then I took some uh, strawberry uh, jam that I had. And just had it half melt and then mashed it all up and then refroze it. It's <laughs> just, this is the kind of behavior you can get away it's with. It's funny when your girlfriend's out of town, you live like a, like a 23 year old poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it has really nothing to do with, uh, it's not money. It's yeah. just, it's this fun. Is, this, yeah, it's fun. And this is stuff I want. And the game of how much of this shit yeah. can I get for cheap <laughs> is just fantastic. What were you up to this week? Me? Yeah, yeah. Um, What's your thing, Pop Man? I haven't been doing much. I've been working on a few things, you know, hanging out with my girlfriend, and I have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, just, uh, you well, know. Well, well, <laughs> Brag much? Yeah. Poking around, drinking some suds, you know, whatever. Yeah. And nothing nothing exciting. No, you didn't do anything, uh, you didn't do anything bad. You've been, uh, you've been on... On, on uh, behavior because yeah, I've been a good boy. You've been a good boy because because of the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. See, but is, and then you got to go out of town with her next week. Yeah, we're meeting the families. That's how is that going to go? Oh, we'll see. Are you nervous? 
Not really. Uh, she says her family might not like me or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Heads up, they might not like you. <laughs> Hope you like, enjoy our trip. <laughs> my her fam, my family like. Who would not like you, Pop Man? You were the most likable people in the whole planet. You know that's you know it's my cross to bear, man. I guess you'll learn a lot about these people if they don't like you. What, yeah, she what said is their her, bar? She said her friends will like me, but her family might not. like me. <laughs> So we'll see. What did they expect? I'm not, you, I'm not worried. You're about supposed it. to show up like Hugh Jackman in a. <laughs> suit and be all charming <laughs> yeah you are what you are yeah can't be nothing else i don't think either of us have ever been uh people to put on airs oh no, no. <laughs> that's kind of it man but also their family's from like the mid midwest and like yeah uh, it's in ohio yeah i'm from, from michigan <laughs> right grew up working class it's, it's like, the same I, thing I, I know these people <laughs> those people are your people yeah, pop yeah. <laughs> we'll see let's get into some power foods uh rat for <laughs> this this just killed me and it really might have ruined this restaurant for me. Uh, rat falls from ceiling in Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's sad, kind of. <laughs> this is sent in by Daddy Jonas. This is in uh, Los Angeles, Woo, California. A Houston woman vacationing in Cali got a not-so-warm welcome while eating in the Golden State. Alicia Norman shared on Facebook on Thursday that while dining at Buffalo Wild Wings, which I call B-dubs, I actually call it B-W-3s. And that's because when it first opened, and I'm old, it was Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck. Yeah. And Weck. Isn't that what everybody calls it, BW3s? No, not young people. They okay. call it B-dubs. Well, which I call it BW3s also. Which I would, I would argue that I uh, made popularized. But then uh, they, they bit onto it. And I know, there's eyes. There's eyes on the dad boner account. Don't fucking lie to me. Don't fucking lie to me. I admitted to me by Anheuser-Busch that I, I had a better advertising campaign run through my Twitter account than they did for uh, Bud Light Platinum. Really? Yes. One of the ad execs said that they were screamed at in a meeting that, why does this motherfucker have a better uh, take and promotional uh, activity for our beer than we do because they had ads with Justin Timberlake. Well, you know why? Because it's not all who fucking... wants Bud Light Platinum. It's trash. Eight percent fucking garbage beer. So, oh, can I tell? You, speaking of Bud Light, not to interrupt. No, we no, were no, at no. Fucking, uh, we were public house. And if you were Brooks, you would go off on a tangent about uh, some movie shot <laughs> in uh, in in West Virginia four years ago with some celebrity <laughs> no one's ever heard of. So, me and Emily, we were at uh, we were at a public house and like on like a Sunday afternoon and these girls come in, you know, sometimes a liquor brand will come in and the girls are all dressed up in the logo and shit. Right. These two Bud Light girls come in and they go, would you like a free sample of Bud Light? And I go, yeah, sure. And they gave us a little thing. And they go, well, let us know what you think. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know. It's like coming in for like ketchup or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, is, what is this again? You say that this is Bud Light. And is then, this like a is there a, a Bud that's also uh, in uh, in conjunction with this, or is is and, this the only one? And then they took our picture and they go, "We're not going to use this. We just have to show it to our boss." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "All right, good don't, luck selling Bud Light." Don't worry, Ugo. This isn't going on the Instagram. <laughs> this is just evidence that someone liked that shitty beer. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I don't mind a Bud Light once in a while. I get a taste for it sometimes. It's fine. It's like a sitting around outside beer. Right. You can gun those. I talked with Gnarly Zach on the After Dark program about him the other day, and like Bud Light is one of those things. I'm ripping the 12 pack. Yeah. Real quick. Coors Light, Bud Light, High High Life. You could 
that's like I want to drink all day and not fall over. Right. No one's going to be like, if you get out of work, I'm going to have one beer. No one's getting a Bud Light. That's a thing. Like, if you're a regular drinker, you probably, if you just drink that, you're never getting proper drunk. Oh, no. Never. No matter how fast you drink. You'd have to be on an empty stomach and, like, shotgun them. Right. It's so much water. Mm -hmm. And I still don't think I'd get drunk. Or if you're, like, hungover and you drank 12. Yeah, yeah. And you still had alcohol in your system, maybe. But other than that... Bud Light ain't doing shit. Yeah, you're going to get bloated before you get drunk. Right. I don't think your uh, your BAC is really going to go up. It's just going to pee. It's just going <laughs> to top out at like four beers worth yeah. and just stay there as you piss the rest of it out of your body. Alicia Norman shared on Facebook on Thursday that while dining at Buffalo Wild Wings in Los Angeles, a rat fell right from the ceiling and onto her table, Pop. Oh, my God. She quotes, uh, a rat absolutely fell from the ceiling, she wrote on social media. Not a great welcome, Los Angeles. <laughs> do Buffalo Wild, do they have like drop ceilings or some shit? What is, how do they fall through the ceiling? Uh, I'll get to it. I think okay. there was some construction maybe okay. going on. But, but no, I can picture like a chain Buffalo yeah, Wild Wings yeah, yeah. just having a drop ceiling. Probably stained. Oh They've God. taken a long fall. I used to love Buffalo Wild Wings, and it's just... It's not the same. Yeah, like, it's kinda, I mean, it's kind of, and you get everything in paper now. Like, yeah. I don't want the, you get a six piece uh, chicken wing and it comes in this tiny paper cup. I want to, I want a plate. Yeah. I want a bowl. Yeah. I, you want to, I want, if you're going to charge me exorbitant prices for chicken wings, it should come on a goddamn plate. Yeah. More and more, I've, I've become a Chili's man over. Oh, God, yes. I mean, Chili's is top tier. We've, we've discussed this at length. <laughs> Norman told uh, the radio, the t- television station KTRK that she was at the restaurant watching the U.S. women's soccer game when she suddenly heard a noise before the rodent dropped down. Oh, my God. And I, there's photos of this, Pop. Oh, my God. I heard a nose, noise, and we all looked up, and down came the rat. After the rat came crashing down, Norman said everyone started moving around because no one could believe what was going on. <laughs> it's a big fucking rat, and it dies on the table. It, it drops so table. far, it fucking hits the table. Because you know, those are big restaurants. Yeah, yeah. It falls probably 15, 20 feet. Like, look how high these ceilings are. Yeah. These are 20-foot ceilings in here. If a rat fell from there... It's fucking dead. <laughs> oh, my God. I would lose my shit if a rat just landed on Lands the table. Lands on the table and dies. <laughs> I mean, that's... You can't go back there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, can I get a new salad? The rat fell on it. Okay, it's not dead. It was. She says, it was disgusting. It was still alive. Its heart was still beating. So, it it doesn't die. It just knocks itself out, and it's all fucked up. Like, his ribs are probably crushed. Poor little rat. While everyone was still puzzled, Norman said a manager scooped up the rat with two plates. Oh, my God. See, they're using plates for this shit. I don't know if that's OSHA approved. I can't can't get a plate for my fucking chicken wings, (laughs) but when a rat falls out of the ceiling, that's when the fine china comes out, Norman. (laughs) Fucking come on. That's absurd. The restaurant manager later explained to customers that the rat fell due to the construction going on around. Is that that's not an excuse? Mm-mm. Like your restaurant should be sealed yeah. off so that rats don't get in. Yeah, there's no excuse for there to be rats in your restaurant. Yeah, what happened was is uh, <laughs> you know, there's a ton of rats that are usually all around the restaurant, but because of the construction, uh, one of them uh, decided to come in, go into the roof. Uh, does that make sense to you guys? <laughs> How about I get you a free uh, mango hob here and uh, we call it a day. <laughs> 
See, the thing is, rats love food. So uh, it was trying to eat our food. (laughs) That's all that happened. And we didn't keep him out. Sorry. (laughs) Given the experience, when asked if you would go to a Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant in Houston, Norman said, I'm feeling like I'm done with Buffalo Wild Wings. That's hilarious. I couldn't get past that. One time when I was on a family vacation, I ate too much strawberry syrup on my pancakes when we were in uh, Traverse City. And... uh, I I never had strawberry syrup before, so I just doused my pancakes in it, mm-hmm. and I got so fucking sick I threw up in the bathroom. And then I had to spend the rest of breakfast in the car while my parents oh, and no. my sister ate. <laughs> and I never had strawberry syrup since. That's hilarious. You so, flew too close to the sun. Yeah, if 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 I'm scarred by that, a rat falling and uh, crippling itself and then lay dying on your fucking table, uh, probably not going to go back to B Dubs. There's yeah. other places for chicken wings. A spokesman of the restaurant released the following statement about the incident. The isolated incident. Oh, isolated. <laughs> I hope so. I fucking hope so. At the Westchester area, Buffalo Wild Wings in Los Angeles yesterday was unfortunate. The center where the restaurant is located is undergoing significant construction, and we are confident it was directly related. We hold Buffalo Wild Wings to the highest operating standards and promptly close the restaurant for proper remediation, cleaning, and sanitization. (laughs) We look forward to reopening soon to once again serve our guests in the Westchester area. I I swear to God, man, the last time I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, it was not bueno. I'll still go there to drink. Mm -hmm. Like, I popped in the other day and had had like a happy hour Budweiser, which is like 32 ounces for four bucks, and that's great. But the last time I went there for lunch sober in the middle of the day and got a Diet Coke, no fucking way. Never no. again, man. It's, you only go, like, if you're at, like, I did I did some stand-up, some road gig where it was in the middle of nowhere, except there was a Buffalo Wild Wings across the freeway. So I just, like, run across the freeway and go drink there and shit. And if you do that, but if you got other options, right. you don't right. want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. No. I mean, and again, fine for sometimes. Yeah. But this lady seemed like she was just having a nice afternoon. Guess we're not going to have a Buffalo Wild Wings sponsorship anytime soon. <laughs> Some guy was about to call you, and then he's like, "What? That would suck." Aww. I'll take all this back, and I'll uh, if you want, if Buffalo Wild Wings wants to reach out and be like, "Hey, we we got to talk about this." I, I'll I'll do a full forty five minute episode uh, lauding the uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings franchise. And uh, take it all back, and we'll clear it all up. And uh, you give me, like, I don't know, fucking 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, top 10 reasons rats are actually pretty cool. And then, yes, <laughs> rats are cool. I, I do like rats. It, is, it was a cute rat, too. It wasn't, like, gross or anything. Yeah, yeah. It had, like, nice white and uh, brown spot. Like, like oh. it, it was a cute rat. It was a, it was a California rat, man. Let's get into some power news you can use. Substitute teacher fired for filming porn in classroom. This is in El Campo, Texas, Bob, man. Oh, my God. A substitute teacher was fired from her job in a southeast Texas high school for filming pornographic material inside the classroom. El Campo ISD told ABC 13 Eyewitness News that the teacher was let go in connection with an improper criminal incident that happened at the high school. The school official confirmed that the teacher produced porn in a classroom and a workroom last month. Oh, my God. The school says no, no students were involved. There's a bunch of dude students, like 15, 16, like, oh, man, we could have been in that. This is bullshit. So was she in it or just renting out the classroom for, like, just having somebody come um, in? Well, she's a substitute 
teacher, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, I mean, think how broke you are as a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. They get paid like 30 bucks a day, which is completely ridiculous. And I kind of support this woman. So I'm guessing she just stayed after and like her buddy or buddies or fuck buddies or whatever came in with a, with a little camera. You shoot it on your phone now. Yeah. And, and ripped out a porno. That's funny. I think it's fair. <laughs> I mean, she's got to work there for nothing. She's just trying to make ends meet. Yeah. Also, um, you know, occasionally, uh, just for research purposes, I'll go on a porn or Pornhub. <laughs> just to, just see what's going on. I want to like how Pete. Uh, Townsend did. He did <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta. And and there will be um, some adult films that are shot in schools, and I always think, oh, when did they fucking do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got like maybe there's some. There's probably some like night school th- like I, I doubt a like a high school is gonna be yeah sure come shoot your porno here maybe it's gotta be something <laughs> like some like continuing education place or like fine just come in and fuck and get out by noon or midnight or whatever the school system is so broke they should open up the classrooms Mm -hmm. after hours and you could make a few hundred bucks get some new computers new uh new gym shorts for the basketball team Mm -hmm. what have you and you know no harm no foul it just has you can't do it at a catholic school because they don't like they don't like to fuck or whatever but like public school people half the students now are all pregnant they all (laughs) they're all they all know they all know what sex is yeah and it wouldn't i mean if this would have happened at my high school when i was in high school i would have been and you saw that boy i'd be excited oh yeah i'd be like oh man Mrs. Mrs. Uh, McGillicuddy's getting her gash rammed out by some two guys in in the history homeroom. Let's <laughs> go do the class. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I don't know if I told you that this just popped into my head. Um, this is one of those things you don't realize is fucked up until you're like a little bit older. But I was just mm-hmm. thinking when I was a senior in gym class for our final, and the teacher was a guy. It was a co-ed gym class for our final exam. The boys had to run a mile, mm-hmm. and the girls had to make an exercise video. What? <laughs> Jesus! So the Christ. girls had to like film themselves working out in exercise then, equipment. Yeah, yeah, and give it to the teacher. And I was like, "That's fucking insane." He made his own beater porn. Yeah, yeah. fucking kid porn. Like, it's crazy. Like if that happened, like if you're if you're like a dad or a mom and. Your seventeen-year-old daughter's like, "Oh, I'm making a workout video. I got to give to Mister, you know, fuckhead or whatever." Yeah. It's it's it anyway. Yeah, all you guys, <laughs> uh, you guys, you run a mile or whatever. Uh, honor code. Just uh, make sure you do it. You ladies, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to set up a VHS uh, a video camera recorder. Okay, your parents probably have one. Um, I'm gonna need you to put on. Watch it. You ever heard of Jane Fonda? Watch it. <laughs> take a peek at El Jazzercise or Suzanne Summer, where she's doing the the, the Pussy Master or whatever that exercise machine is. Uh, uh, take some tips, do some notes, and then uh, set that up when your parents aren't home. Put on some snug uh, clothing, and then um, shoot a video. <laughs> Send it. Up. You bring it out in. As uh, long as it's uh, long enough, you know, uh, say 60 seconds to three minutes, whatever is fine. Uh, if you want an A+, plus, that's a 10-minute video. You, you fork it over and uh, done. I mean, you don't have to remember or think. Just <laughs> I want you to max out on hip thrusts. And- <laughs> max out. <laughs> and then... That's what I do. That's my workout. I max out on hip thrusts. 
God damn, man. You would, if you did that now, parents oh would lose their fucking, oh, their yeah. place would be sued so goddamn fast. It's ridiculous. The school district received a tip involving the substitute and the uninformed, and and uh, the uninformed El Campo police and the Texas Education Agency. The police department said an officer was sent to the school last week in connection with the tip. As of Tuesday, the female employee's name was not being released, and police are investigating. The substitute was employed for three months, so she was there. Oh, wow, yeah. She was there plotting this. The school district used the state system to vet the employee. The school district said it's working with police to ban the woman from stepping foot on campus. I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. And also, how many more did she make? She was there for three months. I, I'm guessing she just started. She's been shooting these the whole time. Probably, yeah. They issued a statement on Facebook regarding the tip involving the substitute. The district is aware that an improper criminal incident involving a substitute teacher occurred at ECHS. Man, like every, every dude is going to want to go to this school. <laughs> That's the porno school. Man, you never know what could happen. It could happen again. It's never going to happen again. Shut up, Charlie. It could too. <laughs> Fucking hater. The incident involved a singular substitute teacher and no student or other district staff were involved. The district was ter- district has terminated the substitute's employment and is seeking legal advice on this specific incident. <laughs> That's funny. It's so funny with both stories so far. They're like, this only happened once. And we don't know what to do about it. <laughs> it's uh, bad. We know it's bad. We, uh... We're going to get a lawyer, I guess. I don't know. You can't take back the porno. That could oh, be yeah. uploaded already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that has 4.1 million views on uh, some of those websites I never look at. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Man charged with lewd behavior at Dennis Port Motel. This is sent in by Daddy Steve Eldridge. This is in Orleans, Florida. A 30-year-old Florida man pleaded not guilty Tuesday in Orleans District Court to charges of open and gross lewdness and resisting arrest after he was arrested early Sunday for allegedly masturbating in the window of his Dennis Port motel room. Oh, man. That's a motel, too. That's a great... must have been a great view. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a motel. It's just a shitty motel. Look at that freeway. Uh, (laughs) Those cars. uh. Uh, And I'm guessing there's no freeway there. There. There's probably just a fucking liquor store across or the like street. Or like cows in an oil derrick or something. Right, yes. <laughs> and I can see, like, if you want to bang up against the window of your Caesars Palace hotel room on the 20th floor, that's fine. Everyone's doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. happening all over. And even the people that see it are just going to get out their phones like, oh, fuck yeah, those people are having sex. Cool. That's <laughs> Uh, can you focus on it? Uh, it's going to gift shops. See, they have some binoculars. Man, those people, been, they, this is the third time they've been banging up against that window, putting hams on the glass. <laughs> but this guy is by himself. Oh, my God. With the window open. Travis Wyneth refused to open it. Of course, his name's Travis. Travis. Travis, open the door. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm horny. <laughs> I'm a horny. H-A-R-N-Y. <laughs> I'm horny. He refused to open the door when uh, when the police officers responded to a complaint that several guests. This is from several guests. Oh, this is a, a route route eight route twenty eight motel pop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're about right. Yeah, you're about right. Travis Wyneth refused to open the door when Dennis police officers responded to a complaint from several guests at a Route 28 motel that a man was standing naked up against the window of his room masturbating while watching them as they passed by, according to police reports. Police had to break into Wyneth's room and deploy a stun gun when oh they failed God. to comply with the officers' attempts to handcuff him. 
<laughs> so this guy was in the window for a while for a while if a lot of people saw him and the cops came how how long is he lasting he's like i i want to i just want to enjoy this i want to satisfy everyone who's walking by <laughs> i want everyone I, to get a peek i don't want to be a selfish lover <laughs> i want everyone to see me <laughs> this isn't about just me have you ever you you fucking locals you guys you've never been anywhere if you go across you know to amsterdam there's people fucking in all the windows. There's chicks. They're they're giving lovers. They want to show off their bodies. And I'm just trying to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fucking like he's like thinking about baseball because he doesn't want to come <laughs> yet. He's, so he could jerk off for 20 minutes in the hotel window. <laughs> I fucking love that. He he um he gets stun gunned, Pop. Can you imagine? You're just by yourself and you think you're in this safe hotel room jerking it, watching some fucking 899 porno on the pay Cinemax or whatever the fuck it is. And cops kick the door down and stun gun you because yeah, you can't naked. you can't stop tugging it. He's like, almost. Give, just give me a minute. Give me a minute. Just give me a minute. I got to get the hornies out. I got so much poison backed up. Just let me spill it. Come on. He just comes when he gets stunned. <laughs> Wyneth later denied he was standing in the window, of course, and told officers he was lying on his bed and may have left the blinds open by mistake, <laughs> according oh, to God. a report. He's due back in court for a pretrial hearing in, into July. That, of, of, what, that's not the same. You know, man. You know. Yeah. You are not... You, you don't accidentally beat off with the window wide open. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you're not like, oh, okay, well, if somebody sees... There's uh, a protocol. You yeah. make sure no one's coming over. You make <laughs> sure that the windows are shut. You make sure if you're in, in a shared home that your bedroom is locked. You don't just stand in the window on Route 28 and fucking shoot it all over the fucking window for people to see. I bet this fucker was waving. <laughs> oh yeah, he was probably yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh thanks. This is this is great. This guy, this guy. Uh, unfortunately, people were scarred by this. They uh, probably haven't had to deal deal with uh, a lot of uh, uh, debaucherous uh, out in public uh, behavior. I see when I go to excuse me go downtown. I will see at least per week two people masturbating or peeing or taking a shit openly on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Like back when I lived in Detroit or New York, like you see guys whacking off all the time. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, you're like, okay. And then you just walk around. And <laughs> we were sitting there eating lunch the other day. I was with your girlfriend. Okay. And Melissa. And a guy walked out on, he was on the sidewalk across the street, straight shot from where we were sitting in this uh, pick a mix beer bar eating sandwiches. And he whips his dick out, not like homeless looking guy, just a fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just takes a piss directly at the, like right towards the building oh in God. the in between cars. And you see it so often. It like, wasn't even, it was just like, he had on clean clothes. He was like a normal guy. He just had to take a piss. And, and downtown LA has turned into such a fucking war zone sewer. Like at least go in an alley or something. Like at least like when I've had to take a piss in public. Yeah. You at least. You find, a, you find a dumpster. Yeah, you're, it's, it's kind of like when an animal's about to die. They go into the woods by themselves. Like, <laughs> you, look for, you look for a place where nobody's going to fucking see you, man. <laughs> I'll go uh, take my shame elsewhere. 
Man shoots family cat to show woman what he's capable of. Oh, nice. <laughs> kind of. I love cats, but boy, this is this guy is fucking batshit and bonkers. This is in Madison, Wisconsin. A Madison man told a woman he shot the family cat to show her what he's capable of, according oh to God. the criminal complaint. Anyone who says like says like, I'm just trying to show you what I'm capable of. <laughs> a super, what are you a super villain? That's a very romantic gesture too, to like just so you know, I will uh, kill your cat, but the woman reported Peter K. Stern to police after she said he told her in graphic detail how he shot Tinkerbell the cat while the cat was eating its food. She said he originally disposed he originally disposed of the cat's body in the, his work dumpster, but later buried it in the backyard of his home on Camilla Road upon her request. <laughs> graphic detail. Like, so what? yeah, so baby. So what I did was I, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, the family cat. You know, I got a cat. And uh, it was eating its food. His name's Tinkerbell, real sexy cat. And I, uh, I, uh, I loaded my gun and I licked all the bullets. You can picture me doing that, right? Sexy, right? I'm, I'm a madman. I'm a madman. I slowly loaded the chamber and then I poured it my, my 45 right at, uh, right at Tinkerbell and I shot her. And then I put her in a dumpster. And I was like, that's not good enough for Tinkerbell. So then I buried her. I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what were they even, what was the preceding argument where he's like i gotta put down this cat to show her who's boss i don't think we're ever gonna get to that yeah. but let's let's see when police asked the woman why she thought he killed a cat she said it was because he knew it would be traumatic for her right. she also said he killed the cat as a threat to show her what he's capable of so this is a woman that it's his family's cat this is an ex exterior woman to the family okay so Apparently, he wants something from her. He wants to threaten this woman. So he could have just told the story about how he killed this cat. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> instead, he actually did it and then told her in graphic detail uh, about what he's capable of. So that's like when Kaiser Soze killed his own family. Correct. That's exactly <laughs> correct. When police spoke to Stern, he admitted to shooting the cat and said he put her down. He said the cat often ran through his legs while he was going up the stairs, which would cause him to trip. Stern also said his girlfriend was allergic to the cat. Stern told, what? This guy just fucking hates this cat. Yeah. He caused him to trip. Someone caused you to trip. You shoot it. Yeah. Fucking madman. This cat got in my way one time. And I fucking put him down. <laughs> Girlfriend sneezing all the time. He told police he used a 22 Ruger revolver to shoot the cat. He also said the cat was in good health before he shot it. Oh, yeah. I took good care of her. Really good care of her, Stern told police. Now he's trying to fucking get out of it. Be like, I, that cat was treated like a queen. I didn't fuck. I wouldn't. I mean, it's not like it's my fault. I was going to fall to my death. My girlfriend's got booger nose. I had to fucking shoot it. <laughs> court records showed uh, Stern stood mute in a court on Thursday and a not guilty plea was entered on his behalf for charges of mistreatment of an animal or, and disorderly conduct. He signed a $500 signature bond and scheduled to be back in court in July. I hope this fucker gets really fucked over because he sounds like a sick fuck. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah he, that's, he's not too far off from killing a person. No. If you discharged a firearm in your fucking kitchen. Yeah, that's crazy. To show someone what you're capable of. Yeah, that's. That uh, means that you're trying. He's implying that he'll kill people. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. It's yeah. not like I'll kill your cat. No, it's I'll kill you. Yeah. This is a great story. Pop, this is this is like what story dreams are made of for this show. 
and uh, I think it's pretty popular. We have to do it. Let's enjoy. Fugitive owner of Alabama attack squirrel. I miss him hard. <laughs> Mickey Polk has been booked into jail more than two dozen times. 24 times, Pop. He's currently on the run from police, who plan to arrest him on drug and weapon possession charges as soon as they catch up with him. But that doesn't mean that he isn't a responsible squirrel owner, he says. This guy's on the lam. Oh, my God. This is in a video he puts up. This, guy's, this guy is fucking wanted, a wanted fugitive with 24 arrests. Oh, Jesus Christ. But he's worried about his squirrel. My squirrel is babied beyond anything I can imagine, the 35-year-old fugitive told the Washington Post in a phone call from an undisclosed location oh, wow. early Thursday morning. He's on a burner phone calling the Post? Yeah, man. <laughs> it has a very good life. That's a, the Post is a, that's like really getting serious yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not calling his local newspaper. Yeah. Polk and his unusual pet have been seen in the spotlight since Monday where authorities in Limestone County accused him of keeping an attack squirrel in a cage and feeding it methamphetamines so that it would stay aggressive. The story made national headlines, but Polk insists that he raised the squirrel if it were his own child, bottle feeding it every few hours and keeping it warm with a heating pad when it was first born and any allegations to the contrary are slander. He doesn't even like it when people smoke around his pet since squirrels have a delicate sense of smell. Oh my God. So he, people are alleging he's getting that thing hopped up on crank and he's saying it's not. He is mostly mad. Not that the police are on a manhunt for him. It's that they're slandering his pet squirrel that he raised from a baby. That's This guy fed it with a bottle, and he's like, you fuckers, you think I'm some shitty parent? You think I would give drugs to my child, the squirrel? You fucking kidding me? I don't even let people smoke around, not even Marlboro Lights. Does it say what is... Uh, what? All of his arrests are for? No, okay. no, no. I don't have that list. Yeah. The squirrel is not on meth, he insisted. I honestly think it would actually kill it. See, he's responsible. <laughs> Polk and the squirrel, who he named D's Nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Of course it is. This guy's great. I hope he didn't do anything really bad because I want to like him. He seems caring. Anyone who could care and, and for, a, for a harmless baby animal like that and raise it, he can't be all bad. There's a heart in there. He's just a victim of circumstance. His life has had some bad turns, but he's a good human being, I he's think. He's probably just had 24 DUIs. Probably. <laughs> They've, uh, Polk and the squirrel, who he, named, who he named D's Nuts, have had a wild couple of days. According to the Decatur Daily, narcotics officers from Limestone County Sheriff's Office were tipped off about a squirrel during a drug investigation and showed up with a search warrant Monday. They seized an unspecified quantity of meth, drug paraphernalia, ammunition, ammunition and body armor from the apartment and confiscated the squirrel. No, D's nuts is going to have a wrap. <laughs> Polk wasn't there, but another man who was present was arrested and charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia and loitering in a drug house. <laughs> wow. This guy, he's just trying to run a small business. So now he's on the lam. The the cops got his squirrel. Yes, they got they got D's nuts. He's gonna have to break the squirrel out. It's I don't. Be, I oh, think sh- these cops are dirty, man. These cops think that he's feeding methamphetamine to the squirrel, and they're using that as an allegation in order to go into his apartment and steal his child. Oh yeah. 
He's not feeding the, the thing meth. Yeah, that would probably kill a squirrel. I don't believe that. Yeah. That's a fucking lie. I mean, of all the low shit, of all the low shit police mm-hmm. officers, come on. I mean, I'm, they're doing, they stole your car. They, mm-hmm. they took your car from you. <laughs> they stole Pop's car that's real, and he never saw it again. The fuzz, man. Straight, Gotta love it. Straight up stole it. They're trying to steal <laughs> this guy's squirrel. Talking dirty cops make a bad rap for the good cops. Tell you what, man, we got a clean house. Welcome to the South, man, one neighbor told, <laughs> told the <laughs> television station. We've got squirrels on meth. <laughs> That's a quote from a neighbor. That's funny. In fact, the Daily reported it was impossible to confirm the, ele- the animal's alleged meth use. Officers didn't find any drugs in his cage, and there was no way to safely test the squirrel for meth. But because it's illegal to keep a squirrel as a pet in Alabama, are you kidding me? It's illegal to keep a pet squirrel, but women have no rights there. Yeah. It, you it, fucking out of your fucking butt fucking cousin fucking mind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just let people have a pet squirrel if they want. You can't know. have a pet squirrel, but we'll we tell you what to do with your body. That's fucking outrageous. It's outrageous. So they'll just let it go, and it's been raised in a house, so it's going to get eaten in like yep. six hours. Yep, they couldn't just leave him there. Since the creature seemed healthy and wasn't emaciated, police released him into a wooded area nearby. He's going to be dead yeah. in two yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. A coyote's going to eat that thing. It's going to go, hey, coyote, are you my friend? Will you yeah. feed me with a bottle? He's not going to know what to do. No, not at all. Polk, for his part, claims that he moved out of his apartment several weeks before because he didn't want to continue to live a certain kind of lifestyle. Mickey's just trying to get it together, man. He moved out. He moved on. He's just trying to fucking get it together for you to have a nice life with his squirrel child. (laughs) These nuts and him are going to move to Phoenix. Uh, R.I.P. These nuts. His name was not on the lease. The squirrel was going to be the last thing that he moved over to his new place because his new roommate had a cat that he thought might scare it. Caring parents. He had been going back to his old apartment every day to check on the squirrel and feed him, he told the Post. But the contraband that police found there wasn't his. I believe him. I want to give a benefit of the doubt to Mickey Polk that he, he wouldn't do anything to harm his child. And this new, this old, he's just trying to get away from that old roommate that had all the firearms and the fucking guns. The methamphetamine, he just wants a nice life. You've moved before. You ever move and you have a fish? You come back, you get the fish bowl last because mm-hmm. you don't want it yeah. splashing around. You want it to be okay. That's all he's doing. That's all Mickey's doing. The charges that are on me are just as bogus as the squirrel doing meth, he said. That's a good point. How can we trust these police officers anymore if they lied about a fucking squirrel doing meth, a fake thing that science has apparently proven you can't do? Yeah. Don't trust him. I don't trust him. No, nope, no. Nope. On Mickey's side. Never trust him. Once he learned that police had released the squirrel outdoors, Polk went back to try and find his twitchy companion. He had never planned on adopting a squirrel in the first place, but about a year ago, while he was working for a company cutting trees, he had a straight job. Yeah. He's a fucking lumberjack. We're trimming trees. He's got <laughs> one of those, those you know, like the, the wood chippers. He's yeah. got one of those. A baby fell out of the branch. Polk, whose previous pets included a raccoon and a tarantula, he's an animal lover. This guy, he's like uh, he's like Jack from uh, from uh, Johnny Carson. What's yeah, his name? Jack Hanna. He's like Jesus, the guy's a Jack Hanna. <laughs> raccoon and a tarantula. I don't know, that's getting a little weird. But no, know. no, he probably raised those two. <laughs> Polk, whose previous pets, I mean Jack Hanna, show up with a raccoon or a tarantula. Yeah, yeah. 
Polk, who, and he's on TV. He's a beloved <laughs> part of a part of Johnny Carson show and the various other late night shows. Why is this guy taking all this shit? Polk, whose previous pets included raccoon and tarantula, took one small creature, took the small creature home. For the first six weeks, he woke up every two hours to feed him formula and make sure that the heating pad was working. Eventually, he trained the junior squirrel to use a litter box, sleep in a hammock, and eat potato chips and caramel oh. M&Ms. This guy's great! <laughs> Poor D's nuts. Man, he fucking... This thing was living the life. Yeah. It had a heating pad. It had bottles of milk. It had a, it had a shitter. That's the high life for a squirrel, It had a man. hammock. It had chips and caramel M&Ms. When the animal started having seizures... Polk took him to the veterinarian over the state line in Tennessee who diagnosed the squirrel with a calcium deficiency and told Polk to cut back on nuts and seeds and give the squirrel more squash and avocados. Oh, my God. He's changing the diet for the squirrel. We're going to need the squirrel to go on the South Beach diet. This is a good guy. This guy is not doing anything bad. He's trying to change his life. And now his squirrel's dead because they let it out in the fucking woods. You stupid assholes. He's, he's a... Scurrying around the woods looking for a hammock and an avocado. <laughs> it's like, God where? damn it. Where's Whole Foods? <laughs> Polk told the Post that there was no question he had to go back for the squirrel. The creature had been living in captivity since it was just a few hours long, old and would surely die if left to fend for itself in the wild. Returning to the scene of the drug raid, he heard a screaming sound coming from a tree about 50 to 60 feet away, and it was his pet. Oh, my God. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Once he saw it, it was me. He came on down. He jumped on my arm, and we got in the car and left. Oh, fucking yeah. Thelma and Louise and out of there. That's fucking fantastic. That's amazing. Meanwhile, the squirrel was like, Hey, Mickey! <laughs> Mickey, come get me! I'm, in the I'm hungry. You got an avocado, peanut M&M's, and caramel M&M's. <laughs> Meanwhile, news stories about the alleged meth-fueled attack uh, squirrel had gone viral, outraging animal lovers. One neighbor told uh, blah, blah, blah that he thought Polk was sick and should be locked in a cage himself. I think the guy is illiterate, another neighbor commented. He's not thinking all the way clearly. He must be on something. Shut the fuck up. You shut up about Mickey, Mickey Polk. He didn't do shit. He's fucking saving animals. And you're voting to fucking take women's rights away and you're backwards-ass fucking Alabama. No offense to anyone who lives in Alabama. I know you're not all about bad people. But Jesus fucking Christ. On Tuesday night, while still on the lam, Polk logged on to Facebook to defend himself in a live-streamed video, gently caressing the wide-eyed squirrel as he spoke in a soft southern drawl. He's a soft man. He's yeah. just talking about holding his squirrel. I do declare I'm Mickey Polk. My squirrel is all I have. I got to find this video. Gently caressing the wide-eyed squirrel as he spoke in a soft southern drawl, he declared the charges against him, possession of a controlled substance, certain persons forbidden to possess a firearm, and possession of drug paraphernalia to be bogus. And while his pet could be mean and had bitten a few people, well, they're probably trying <laughs> to fuck with him. You try to fuck with the squirrel, man. Leave the squirrel alone. He was no attack squirrel, he said. If he was, Polk argued that... Why would police have released him into the wild where he could potentially hurt someone? That's a good point. Mickey's not stupid. Undeterred by his own open warrants, he called into a local country station, too, and assured listeners that the squirrel was just fine. He's in his hammock right now, munching on a piece of celery, he said. 
my God. Called in the country station. Law enforcement confirmed that it was Polk in the live stream video, but were less sure that the squirrel was the same one that they had released into the woods after the drug raid. God damn it. We don't know if he might he even have two squirrels, Stephen Young, a spokesman for the Limestone County Allop Sheriff's Office, said, told the AP. It would just be speculation. That's fucking liar cop shit, pop man. Yeah. He might have two squirrels then. <laughs> um, you know, he had a pet squirrel that would like love him and like was very gentle and climb on his arm and was his best friend. But um we gave, got rid of that squirrel. We're thinking he got two squirrels. That's just a fucking lie. That's a bull-faced fucking lie, Pop. Can't have that. Can't have that. Early Thursday morning, Polk was still a wanted man. Thanks to his new infamy, a number of lawyers have contacted him, he said, and he plans to turn himself in once he has legal representation sorted out. He told the Post that he was far enough away that it could cost him some gas to come get me. And then, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's what. That's how he, it's going to cost you a lot of gas to come get me, man. You don't want to chase me. Half a tank, man. You want to? Is that worth it to you, man? Half <laughs> and, a tank. And that he had dropped off the creature with a licensed person who deals with squirrels and whatnot in Tennessee. Otherwise, he feared law enforcement might euthanize the squirrel once he was in custody. I do miss him, he said. I usually let him sleep somewhere near my bed. I do miss him hard. Oh, I miss him. The end. Uh, poor D's nuts and Mickey. They're these sick fuck police officers. They've lied on multiple, multiple occasions. I guarantee you, as soon as they catch that squirrel, they're not letting it go again. No. One of those fuckers, like the cat guy, are going to sh- shoot the squirrel to show Mickey what they're capable of. <laughs> well, it, it was smart of Mickey to stash him at a squirrel safe house. Right. It's like, um, like, in, a, like in Heat. Like, uh, or, or whatever, where they, where they have a doctor, they always go to a vet yeah, to they, get uh, stitched yeah. up. Yeah. They, when they have the off the books mob doctor, they, they he just goes, Hey, take care of this uh, squirrel. But a lot of times vet, our friend, uh, Joe DeRosa, doesn't oh, yeah. he play a vet in uh, think, yeah, better yeah, call, yeah, call so, Saul? Does he play or just a, yeah. So maybe he plays a vet. I think it might be a vet. Okay. Yeah. DeRosa. <laughs> Pop, this has just been a delight. What a lovely program. Uh, where can everybody listen to your stand-up albums? What's that? Where can everyone listen uh, to your stand-up Spotify, albums? iTunes, Amazon. What are the names of both of those? Uh, you Stink and I'm the Best, and I got a third one coming out soon. Ain't got a name, but uh, it'll be out within a blank a month or so. I highly recommend mm. uh, you listen to those. Uh, I, 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 I think you'll really, really enjoy it. It'll give you a lot of depth. To the pop man. Oh, yes. A lot, of, well, a lot of what pop man's all about in those albums. <laughs> mm. Again, daddies, don't be afraid to smash those five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to join us for the After Dark program, head on over to Patreon and join the K Money Club. I thank you kindly. I should mention that this week on After Dark, the seedy underbelly of power moves, we have a woman who runs over a guy for calling her rude. A drunk Amish guy who runs his horse carriage into a cop car. A woman driving an SUV who played chicken with her kids. And one isn't alive anymore, sadly. A guy who urinates off a bridge onto a tourist boat and injures everyone. A guy named Captain Dickhead who gets arrested. And an Alabama car dealership giving shotguns, Bibles, and American flags with every purchase. Also, let's close it out with some power grooves. Little power grooves. For me... Pop, tell you what, man. I'm fucking digging on this song 
Snorting Whiskey, sorry, <laughs> Snorting Whiskey by the Pat Travers Band off 1980's Crash and Burn. Oh, really? This band is, they, they do like a rendition of Boom Boom Out Go the Lights, if you're mm-hmm. familiar. This band is so fucking thick and bar band sounding that it came on the other day, like on my, on my Spotify discovery. And I, I was immediately transported into just a random middle of the nowhere bar with eight beers in me. And the band is like fucking awesome. Uh-huh. You're just that perfect drunk and some guy's smoking on the guitar, just fucking killing it. And you're like, Ooh, this is the best band I've ever heard. <laughs> and they only play there. Yeah. Yeah. I called the guys, this band's manager today, like an hour ago. And ask them, like, can I play the song on the show? And he told me, look, uh, I think it's on Polydor Records or something or Universal. He's like, well, where are you going to play this on? I go, just a podcast. And he goes, I don't. It's like, you're not making any money on it? I said, no, just, I just want to play it because I love the song so much. I think it's perfect for the show. And he goes, yeah, I guess you're not going to get sued, I don't think. Like, no one, they're not going to come after you. So between this and editing, I have to decide whether I'm going to take the risk. I think I'm going to go for it. Yeah, if they, you could always just take it out. What's the, what are they going to do? Make me take the show down? Yeah, maybe the only thing that you might get hit for copyright, and then they take it out or they take your episode down, and then you could just take it back out and put it back up. That's yeah. that's right. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's going to be a problem. Like, it isn't like they're going to like bankrupt you. And I called and asked. Yeah, yeah. I did research. I went to their antiquated as fuck website and found all the ma- all the all the people that were the contacts. Yeah, yeah. And made a fucking phone call. It's not like I'm trying to get away with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like anyone's listening to the Pat Travers band at, at yeah. length, I don't think. You're I, fine. I think we're going to have to play it at the end of the show. What do you been listening to, Bob, man? Um, you know, I've been listening to um a little bit. I listened to Michael Nesmith's Old Country Records. Wow. From the uh, monkeys, you really get into some deep cut monkeys shit. Well, I think. Uh, well, Michael Nesmith, he's got. I would like uh, the first national band and stuff. He's got some good tracks. I think there's some good albums there, and uh, that's what I was listening to as I walked over here. That's pretty good. That's, yeah, that's 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 out of left field. <laughs> but check because they're written off as guys. I mean, they can't right. all sing. They can't all write songs and play shit. But Michael Nesmith's got some really good post monkey stuff. Michael Nesmith, who used to judge the wet T-shirt contest. No, that's Peter Tork. Was that Peter Tork? Yeah, yeah. We saw Peter Tork making out with the chick. At okay, the bar show. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Peter, when we used to do uh, uh, shows, and Popman ran a show at Beauty Bar with Vince Averill in New York, and after one of the shows, they had a. Was it a wet t-shirt contest? It was a like a beauty pageant. Beauty pageant? And like there were judges and they're like wearing bikinis and just karaoke and uh, Peter Tork roll in looking like a steel worker. <laughs> he was one of the judges and he was like probably like 60 then, right? And he was just making out with this like 22-year-old girl. and <laughs> It was wild. Yeah. And he had the, he, he looked like Peter Tork. Yeah, yeah. I, a few years ago, I flew to Montreal and sat next to uh, Mike Nesmith's uh, son, okay, who was going to play in a Monkees like tribute band, or was playing in the Monkees because you know there's there are half of them are dead, yeah, yeah, all dead at this point, and he had a this was long before everyone had weed vape pens, and he had one, and he took his sweatshirt off and then just piled it up over his head, and then just. Oh stuck the God. stuck the the vape pen underneath the the, the uh, sweatshirt, 
took a big fucking rip and then blew it and it just came part of it through the sweatshirt <laughs> and through the bottom and then he just immediately put his head down and went to sleep. That's amazing. Yeah, it was like, wow, this uh, this guy understands what it's... I know, this guy's not some fucking millionaire. This guy doesn't <laughs> want to go play this gig. Yeah, He's yeah. just trying to get through. All right. We'll see you for the After Dark show, which is surprise pop. It's live at the Roost. We're packing up all the gear and going to the Roost to finish up to do the After Dark program. Nice, nice, nice. I don't think Sai's going to mind. Nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Let's go get a shot and a cold one. Feeling for the weekend, you guys. <laughs>